Hello, and welcome to the Storybook Podcast. This is our first book club episode of Season 2, in which we are looking at The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. By way of introducing ourselves, my name is Graham, my pronouns are he, him, and with me today I have... Your other host, Lucius, I also use he, him. Hi, I'm your other other host, Katie, I use she, her pronouns. I'm your other 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 host, Liv, and I use she, they pronouns. Hi, I'm Annie, I'm your newest host, and I use she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Ailish, I'm the other 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 host, and I use she, her pronouns too. Hi, I'm Meg, I'm your other 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 host, and I also use she, her pronouns. That was pretty smooth. I have no idea if that was the right amount of others. It was count. probably not. Uh, I mean, I messed probably, it up in think... the middle there for not using other, so I feel like I threw everyone no, no. off. Well, oh, welcome, fine. first of all, to our newest podcast host, Annie. Happy to be Ooh. here, Graham. Oh, thank you. I, we're doing the new studio thing again, <laughs> uh, which is a reference that no one else listening to this will get because it happened before we started recording, uh, which is where Lucia started like a sounded like a news pronouncer. Pronouncer? pronouncer? Pronouncer. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, something. I sounded like I was on the news for a second. It was very formal. It was fun. Yeah, it's my what I like to call my teacher voice. Can I make a request, actually, Lucius? Yes. Would you be able to recap the chapter in a news announcer voice? <gasps> yes! Oh my god. Um... <laughs> Can I say no? <laughs> uh, if you say no, then we make Annie do it. Oh, me I'm gonna, no I'm, pressure. Gonna, I'm gonna say no and put on you a toast on the spot because i've been in meetings for a lot of today oh okay we'll let you okay <laughs> i can i can do my best um so no. i i listened to the first episode of the podcast this morning uh if not we'll just do it in normal people voices um like we normally i do. will i will try my best to see if i can remember how the chapter goes so okay we get to meet we get to meet nick Carraway, our narrator um who has just moved to somewhere in new york um called west egg um <laughs> because he got tired after the war <laughs> and then, something like that and then, yeah, yeah he goes pretty in, much yeah he goes into the bonds business because everyone's in the bonds Stonks. business um and then he goes, he, he has a tiny house in between these huge mansions. And he goes to meet his cousin, Daisy, and her husband, Tom. They have, oh, and their friend, Jordan. They have an incredibly awkward lunch. Um, and then Nick goes home and sees his neighbour, Gatsby, for the first time from a distance. And I think that's everything. That was a pretty good recap, actually. Hell yeah. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Thank <laughs> you. That was really good. Excellent. Um, Initiation I can... by fire to the podcast. Welcome. Do a yeah, recap. Hi. <laughs> I, I, can do, I can do the news announcer voice next. Next. Uh, I feel like I was at a slight advantage because I, I listened to it this morning because I was meant to be at work, but all our systems were down, so I had time. Nice. <laughs> Oh dear. I, I can do the news announcer voice next time. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I will. You've had time to prep. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I will prepare myself. I'll probably we'll write write like my, a, I'll write myself a little script. I've <laughs> got a teleprompter for you. You're going to be unfocused. Oh, right. Everything that's on the teleprompter. Can like, I have a teleprompter for my entire life, please? <laughs> <laughs> <It'll be laughs> <least. laughs> so much easier. <laughs> oh, it'd be so good. Anyway, should we talk about the book? Yeah. Mm. 
Yes. So let's actually first off, first things first, first. Who here has read this book before? I have. Mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. Did it, uh, did it at A level? I haven't. So, okay. I also did it at A level. Who has not? I haven't. There we go. Me. Okay, so is it just No, I haven't Liv? either. It's not... me and Liv. Thank you, Ailish. Liv yep. and I. Okay, nice. So, Shock. what were your first impressions like? I assume you've heard of it before. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely heard of don't... Gatsby? No, I genuinely don't know the plot. Obviously, I've heard The Great Gatsby, but I have no idea what that green light's about. Why are we talking about eggs? <laughs> Yeah, so I oh fun. I knew very you had to discover the plot stuff about Great Gatsby. I know it's set in the 1920s, and I know mm. it's about like American commercialism and stuff like that. Um, when I, I tell her, I first started reading it when I was 17, but I gave up maybe three pages in because I got so bored. I don't find mm. Nick to be a compelling <laughs> narrator whatsoever. It was a slog getting through the chapter. A lot of people. I will not lie to you. Until I got to the nice house and they were chatting, I was like, this is fine. But My hot take is I don't hate Nick. I don't Any, hate Nick either. But the first I time I read it, I Nick. thought that Nick was a woman. <laughs> and I was like, oh, how, how progressive. She's riding a town car. And then I was like, oh, Redacted. never mind. She's got a job. She's not a <laughs> That's not a woman. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but I was like, oh no, she she's had a job nice. and been in the war. She's not a woman. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was my experience. I don't, yeah, I don't know much. I know basic stuff. I know the two main big things that happen in the plot. Uh, so shan't say them. <laughs> Not to spoil it for anyone. Yeah, please don't. Um, <laughs> I want to yeah. go in. I know that there's a mind. man called Dr. Eckelberg. <laughs> yes, we've not met him yet. <laughs> so there's many two eggs. eggs. It's just, just the two eggs, actually. There's a man with just an egg two. in his name. Eckelberg. Oh. Yeah, it's Eck. E C K. And I'm pretty sure he's not a character, uh. is he? No, no. Kind not of is. Well, no, he's he's a character in the same way like the city of New York is a character in Sex and the City. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Intertextuality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. how very film school of you, Katie. <laughs> Let's read into that text. Can someone write an essay on the similarities between The Great Gatsby and Sex and the City? Because I think they're probably. Can, very oh, I will do definitely it. be able to do it. They're actually, very they similar. probably are. You guys, is Nick and Miranda? I knew someone was going to argue never... who is I... who. I knew it. Lev. Nick's a carry. <laughs> I am a terrible gay and I've never watched Sex and the City. I'm very sorry. Neither have I. It's Doesn't not appeal. good, but it's fun. Doesn't yeah. appeal. I, yeah, no, I've heard. I'm, I like the clothes in it. I've seen some <laughs> of the photos. They're fun. How does she afford that, being a journalist? <laughs> Nick is a carry because he's like, I'm the main character and I'm not judgy. Anyway, I'm going to judge everyone right now. Um, Immediately. And, and right? That's this whole chapter is just, hello, I'm an unreliable narrator. That's to be fair, oh, they're very easy to judge because he rocks up and it's just like, here's my husband, Tom. He's a massive racist. <laughs> Yeah, yeah but even before we know that about him it's just like oh anyway i won't judge anyone like i'm so tolerant i'm like the moral authority because yeah, my yeah. dad told me not to judge anyone anyway about this <laughs> tom fella it's like two sentences like, later he's yeah, like tom is like, a muscly insecure man's man yeah but yeah. then he's like yeah, i'm gonna say a thing about nick nick's gay <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah my, my <laughs> favorite thing about nick that we learned right at the beginning of this chapter is because he just 
he makes such an effort to be non-judgmental. I think he's just like repeating that advice that his dad gave him in his head the entire time of like, don't show any expression, just just be fine. But my absolute favorite thing was he said, people just tell him their secrets because he has such an, a non-judgmental face. And mm. he used to pretend to be asleep when he thought people were about to tell him their <laughs> secrets. Oh my god. I find that relatable. I think that's... He's an empath, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but he hates it. I'm personally a big fan of him just describing Tom doing exercise for a bit. He's like, his muscles Thank are bursting out of his So powerful. <laughs> Thank you. I like when he describes Gatsby mm-hmm. and he's like... He's talking about how he's he's had enough of the party life, and he's saying, apart from Gatsby, of course, who he says there was something gorgeous yeah. about him. Mm, I have oh, that God, written yeah. down too. Yeah, <laughs> so romantic um, readiness. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. What's he ready for? <laughs> in my head, Tom he is does Henry the thing Cavill where he's now. like, so everyone else is bad. Yes, good. He does this thing where he's like, so I won't judge anyone. Um, but I am not responsible for how I talk because it's all my dad's ideas. And Gatsby's not responsible for anything that he does because, you know, it's what preyed on Gatsby. It's the dust in his mind. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and then he's immediately like, well, Tom peaked in high school uh, and he will only ever be good at sports. And that's it. But I'm not judging, but he did peak in high school. Yeah. And that's it. And that's his whole vibe. Tom's entire so pers- Tom's entire personality is he's having a very early midlife crisis. Bless him. So and that's early. everything he's, he he's does. He's thirty, to be fair, which is <laughs> yeah, that can be a midlife life. crisis in the nineteen twenties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, depends how much cocaine you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably doing it something. I think it's very funny that he's like, ah, oh, yes, Daisy, who's like his cousin once removes kid or something like that, and he's like, ah, oh, my cousin. <laughs> like you guys are barely related. <laughs> Uh, he seems. Yeah. I think he likes Daisy. He's no, it's not nice. quite as mean about her. I just think it's quite. Oh, to be fair, I do it as well because she tells him all her, his troubles, her troubles. I have twenty six second cousins, so like it is easier to just say, "Oh my, oh, gosh, my cousin," so many. instead of like. I simply wouldn't be counting. Well, I get to twelve and I'd be like, that's "Yeah, enough. that's enough." That's I'm enough. like, no, and they too all have many children of you, now, so I think I have like a lot of cousins once removed too. Just many. I have like that four is... family members. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I don't know who yeah, are. yeah. I have a small family. That'll Some do. Some of you all need Irish in your family heritage. That's where all the people are you offering? from. <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> well, oh no. Can I point out something fun and fun and cool? Yeah, go ahead. Fun and cool. Something fun and cool about this book, right? So it's taking place in the spring of twenty-two. And it ends in the summer of 22, which is what <gasps> we'll be doing. Hell yeah! That is very oh true! Yeah. Oh, wow. It was very fun. It's fun and cool. Me and Liv were sat reading that. it. And Liv was like, oh, spring 22. And I was like, and we'll end in about nine weeks. Hmm? Mm. Summer of 22. Ideal. <laughs> Excellent. Very fun. Twice as many weeks as that. Yeah, it'll be 18. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's summer's a while away. It's fine. Yeah, yeah we're fine. Very I am going to pretend fans. that we did that deliberately. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the marketing. Every- <laughs> we'll just market it real yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone listening right now, you're in on this. You're not allowed to tell anyone yeah. that we did not plan this. <laughs> we just picked it because we thought the book would be fun. And because why did what okay, why did we did a poll. This book? I, I like it. I, I didn't decide to pick this book. <laughs> I just got here. 
Oh my god! I didn't think I, I just got right, We're doing something else. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sudden change of book. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember who suggested Gatsby. I think it was you. Or I me. probably. Oh no! I think you, I... someone said the copyright was ending, so it's like just we can just about yeah. talk about it. No, I I know I think I know what I did. I suggested a different book, which I will not reveal because we said that we will do it at some point. Uh, and then I went, oh, as a like you know as another option we could do Gatsby because that's in public domain now and also I did it at A level so <laughs> I love Gatsby I think it's such a I really book. like I it it's a really fun book to talk about because there's just so much happening all the time which is yeah. mm-hmm. it's very mm-hmm. English there's mm-hmm. lots of yeah fun. like every scene so many images so many like narration yeah. devices and like a lot of plot in every chapter you know what I mean mm-hmm. a lot like, here's an extended metaphor I'm like yeah, yeah. It's it's symbolism you're baby. telling me that the green light is going to be important in the future no, <laughs> no. it's actually no, no, no. foreshadowing for Lord <laughs> hell yeah it's kind of the opposite of Dorian in that way as well, because Dorian sort of bleh, might have had some plot in there somewhere, maybe. Yeah, um, whereas, maybe. Gatsby, whereas Gatsby is like, things happening in every chapter, yeah. let's go! It's like, oh, okay, going we're, going, we're going places, we're meeting people, we're doing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's also nice to like do something a bit like different from Dorian. Like If we ever want to do like gothic lit again, we've had like a fun little diversion from yeah. it. Palette cleanser. Rather than getting into a little niche, mm-hmm. you know, it's nice. Let's do something mm-hmm. completely different. And also an A-level text, so people want to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. After We're we have relevant. That, after yeah. we have one person so say that we have them with an essay for Dorian. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoilies. Redacted. Kick it. Let's just salty because Liv hasn't got their way on the book. <laughs> yeah. <thank you. laughs> uh, this is a bit. So, I'm not actually salty. <laughs> I just don't like that. I don't know any of the book secrets this time round. Last time I got to sit there on my throne of knowing things. And see, now that's I know what nothing. Dorian was like. Oh, see, that's fully my intention. I'm here <laughs> to read books that I've never read because everyone else has read them and I didn't want to. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> Understandable. The, the only book I can think of that I like haven't read that would be sort of a classic like A level text or something is of mice and men. Love that one. So if we do with mice and men, I'll have no idea what's going on. Hate Steinberg, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, good. Whoopsies. So good. So dry. I can Graham and I talk about a red fight. dress for so many episodes. <laughs> right. Oh, he's wearing a glove. Oh. Graham and I are going to fight because Cannery Row is my favourite book. Graham and I are going to fight. I did hands. Vaseline yes, glove. We're not going to fight. We're it's gonna, okay. We're going to throw hands. Which hand? I did. The Vaseline hand. <laughs> the Vaseline hand. <laughs> slimy, slimy hands. Just a wet little slap on the face. We we could always do Lord of the Flies. That's always oh, that. Oh, that's right, copy, is, it? Right? is it? I, think I don't it know is. when it came out. I, I did To Kill a Mockingbird at GCSE, so Same. I didn't do it for my summer. I only did Lord Should of the Flies. Should we get Flies. back to the book we're actually doing? Yeah, let's go back to the book. <laughs> may, may, may I tell a small story about the first time I read this chapter when I was Please, yes. Please do. So, um, first of all, I was a real pretentious little tyke. Um, and what? Uh, what? <laughs> no, I know. Uh, so when I was fifteen, I always carried a book around with me every like to class, even though we weren't allowed to read in school. Um, or like you, uh, know, in school, you weren't allowed like, to read in we school. To read, no, we weren't allowed to read during class when we were meant to be doing other stuff. Oh, fine. Um, you made it sound like you were from like the town, like Footloose, but for books. <laughs> 
Books are illegal in my town. So in my in my English class, I was carrying The Great Gatsby because my sister had just finished reading it for A-level. So I had the copy with all mm. her notes in it. And nice. as I was doing other stuff in my English class, my English teacher came over and like tapped the book and said, that one's really good. And I was like, thank you. I'm in love with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, emotional attachment to an English teacher. Ah, yeah. Delicious. Um, <laughs> but my my main story was in this in this one chapter. You know when Daisy and John are first introduced, and it's like, oh, the wind mm. is like billowing oh, through yes. their clothes and all that. When I first read this book as a teenager, I genuinely thought they were floating in the room. <laughs> right? It sounds like it. <laughs> understandable. It's it a sound weird like description. It. I I thought they I had some it. cool like rich people clothes that like caught the wind like yeah. a parachute or something and it was like oh and they <gasps> slowly settle back down to earth and i was like it's weird that nobody's talking about this <laughs> comes in and they literally fall to the ground they can't yeah. fly anymore they deflate. <laughs> the vibes are so bad i have a note that just says men ruin everything and suck the life out of the room <laughs> I mean, exactly it could be a metaphor quite easily right is that yeah, once no, it observed it sort of ruins their perfect mm. um you know the heights to which they've risen mm. i think it's interesting as well because daisy as a character like all of them really but they're so performative so it's fun mm. that under the gaze of her husband she's like i'm not performing anymore go away <laughs> or she has to perform a different act mm. yeah, yeah she but does. even with tom like tom says like at one point don't call me hulking i hate it and he's like you are hulking leave me alone <laughs> she's very funny yeah. she's she very just, like yeah, fun and, ribs him like, all the time she's allowed yeah. he's having uh, nick talks a lot about like her effect on men and stuff mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And but Nick talks a lot about her voice and her this like charming mystical voice that has this effect on men, but it does not do it for Tom because Tom hates his wife. Yeah. He does hate his wife. Mm-hmm. He but any other man so captivated by this mystical magical voice and her silly little giggles, but Tom Except is like, Nick. "Shut up, Daisy! I'm going to interrupt you." Yeah, because Nick has my favorite line where she's being really nice to him and she's really complimentary. <laughs> I think she calls him like a rose, and he says, "Oh, this you're was a untrue. Pure rose. Yeah. I am not even faintly like a rose." <laughs> Honestly, I. Think- I love my guy. I think Nick is so genuinely funny in this chapter. Like, yeah. That, like, yeah. Stuff, and she's like, do you want to hear about the butler's nose? And he's like, that's exactly why I came here today. Yeah. <laughs> why else do you think I'm here? <laughs> yeah, oh like, boy, like do him. I want to hear about this butler. <laughs> noise? Know it. <laughs> his, probably his noise as well, but his nose. Noise. <laughs> noise. I think it's such a funny bit when she's like, oh, you should see the baby, I guess, because people see babies. And he's like, yeah, does she like eat and drink and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I, I suppose she she's like, yeah, I guess. She eats and everything. Yeah. <laughs> he knows you just ought to see her kids. because. They're both like, the social correct thing to do is show you my baby, right? And he's like, I guess, what do babies do? But then at the end, he's annoyed that she didn't bring out the baby, which is weird. He's When he's mm. going away, he's, he wants them to, I suppose, be this perfect couple. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, she didn't come out holding the baby, waving goodbye to me and such. They just kind of stand there awkwardly mm-hmm. and let him drive off. And he's kind mm-hmm. of annoyed about it. Is yeah. Even mm. even earlier when she baby. has that kind of like kind of moment of like I guess vulnerability where she's like, Oh, I'm really miserable and cynical and stuff, he gets really irritated at her for being like Yeah, yeah. he's like she's like yeah. <laughs> like How dare you not be perfect? How dare you show me your emotions? But I guess Disgusting. she's kind of being even in that moment, she's being very performative about her sadness at the same time. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But I think she wants an outlet. Mm-hmm. I'm quite I'm quite pro Daisy. Mm-hmm. Um, the first Same. time I read it, I think because she's set up to be kind of 
she she's not passive but i think she can come across that way mm-hmm. um yeah. and the more you think about it the more you actually like her i think yeah um, yes, yeah, she's being performative, but I think she needs an outlet, and she her way of describing the real things that are happening to her is to overstate things in such a way mm-hmm. that it's kind of in there. That's so relatable. But... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh... Like, that's the only little bit where her facade drops a little bit. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, I'm perfectly cynical about everything, and everything's horrible." Hehe. <laughs> and then Nick's like, "Oh, she's being so insincere right now." But the rest of the time, I'm sure she was being truly yeah. sincere. It's, I, I think it's because of the the way she says it is like, um, she she probably does have these genuine emotions of feeling like very cynical and upset. But she says, "Would you like to hear what I said when my child was born? I said this, and yes. wasn't that interesting?" <laughs> Yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, I'm so special and interesting, aren't I, Nick? And he's like, yes, but you shouldn't say it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's sort of very self-aware in that moment of sort of how she sounds, I think. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yes, like women, you know, I hope she's a fool. And it's like, Daisy, is this because you think that you are smart? Which, like, you know, she she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying Daisy is stupid. Please do not attack me. Thank you. Um but she's like, oh, I, ho- I hope my daughter's stupid. And it's like, that's not good. But it's society. Just... Yeah, I just... Uh... I just hope that, you know, Daisy's daughter doesn't have a husband like Tom. Mm. Yeah. Mm. She is obviously worried about her daughter, though, because she, she mm. wants her daughter to be, a, she says, a beautiful little fool, right? Mm. Um, yeah. She obviously thinks that the path of least resistance would be the easiest thing for her child, uh, which mm-hmm. is very sad and i think says a lot about what her life's been like mm-hmm. yeah daisy would rather not know because daisy wants this like performative like romantic yeah. fluttering around life mm-hmm. and it's like well if i didn't know about the other stuff i would rather just live in ignorance yeah but i can't when it's just annoying yeah it's, I agree that in order to be happy you have to not want anything more than you have right i mean it's quite clear that she knows about tom's lady in new york um as as they refer to mm. in this chapter and I think she's kind of saying that like if her daughter was I don't even want to call her daughter like potentially she's saying that she's a flaw I don't think that necessarily means that she's stupid as an unintell- unintelligent I think it just means like naive and very trusting because you know mm. Tom clearly thinks that his wife is genuinely an idiot because otherwise mm-hmm. why is he gonna go yes. answer calls from you know his fancy lady or whatever right before dinner that's a bit obvious but he thinks he can get away with that because he thinks that daisy is an idiot where she's like i think she's what she's kind of saying there is that she hopes that her daughter is beautiful enough to get a nice rich husband because it makes everything easier and that she's you know that she doesn't realize that her husband thinks that she's an idiot because i think that's probably will be for me personally will be what would hurt the most in that situation not the performative stuff because i think she kind of had fun with that but i think the realization that your husband thinks that you're so stupid that it's not even worth hiding the affair that he's having. Yeah, she loves her baby mm. voice, does Daisy? Like, this is my first impression. Absolutely. And, like, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> I'll grow to like her, um, because obviously she shows signs of being very smart and intelligent. But like, loves a baby voice. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. just fades. She just played up because that's where her only power is. Because mm-hmm. yeah. otherwise, what does she have? She only has like, she only has like girl boss like yeah. gaslight gatekeep that's all she has yeah <laughs> one of my favorite daisy lines in this one is when she's saying talking about jordan and saying like oh you'll you'll look after her won't you nick i'm going to arrange a marriage for you two uh <laughs> <laughs> just, just states it but 
What she says is, I'm going to lock you in a cupboard and force you out to sea together. So it's like, that's the only way yeah. marriage is going to come. funny. Yeah. I think that's funny. Closet. So good. I love Jordan so much. Mm, I'm getting yes. this in now before the rest yes. of the Jordan mm-hmm. fan club, which is the entire podcast. Hello. Um, I, right, I've, I've got to do, I've got to do my line that I do. Um, there is nothing heterosexual about Jordan and Nick <laughs> at all. No, no. lavender marriage. <laughs> yes, Melima yeah. Wellowa solidarity. Yes, Absolutely. very much so. Mm-hmm. I I adore Jordan. I love um, her. Absolutely when... zero interest in each other. Very funny. Yeah, yeah. it's good. I think I think her sort of interested in each other but not romantically it's kind of like oh you're like an interesting person i want to like get to know you because i think it would be Mm. fun Mm. but there's zero romantic feeling there i Mm. I mean they've only just met obviously to be fair the the thing that threw me off was the the strange Mm. mention about what jordan looks like that being mm, yeah. a, 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 a small breasted woman, <laughs> uh, uh, which was very, <laughs> very uh, men very writing strange. women moment, um, yeah. reminded yeah. me vaguely of she breasted boobily down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very. But she that. did not breast boobily. <laughs> she breasted very unboobily. She breasted unboobily with an erect. There was a lack crash. of boobling. <laughs> Oh, is it erect? Yeah. It was erect. Oh, I said upright, which is less weird. No, uh, it's, it's full on erect. You tried to sanitise it. <laughs> That's a sound bite. Erect is worse somehow. Don't, oh, no, it definitely is. Don't kids bopify my great cats. <laughs> don't, don't, don't kids bop Jordan. You can't the do this to her. I, I do like that Jordan is sort like, I don't like the way that Jordan is described, but I like what she actually sort of looks like. I think she looks very yeah. cool. Um, she looks incredibly cool in the film, yeah, as well. Yeah. The the Leonardo DiCaprio film. They got her mwah, incredibly mm. correct wife. I think everyone is very well cast yeah. in that. She's movie, very actually. cool. Oh yeah, the casting film. was amazing. Mm. It's really good. She's very cool, and also it's all like we think she looks cool because she looks a little androgynous. She has like <laughs> she does. Yeah. jawline and the small boobs. Maybe Nick's romantic interest is the closest thing he can get Not to women. a man. <laughs> you know, it's the vibe. It is the vibe. It is the vibe. This man, woman, like that's his vibe. In some respects, though, she's like she's close to uh, the beauty standard for the 1920, yeah. right? Which mm. is yeah, to be is. very sort of skinny great posture you know all this kind of stuff yeah not a lot of uh contouring going on there mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. but she's not mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. she doesn't fulfill that trope that trope at all i think yeah. it's interesting that in this chapter we only get four characters out of the, the main cast of mm-hmm. i suppose five and a bit and the four we get we have like the manly man the not manly man the womanly woman <laughs> the not womanly woman you know mm-hmm. like we get basically uh, four corners four genders. of a little chart. And they're right in the corners. <laughs> four genders. <laughs> four genders. And you see, like, <laughs> you see, like, the conflict of that as well with Tom being like, I don't think Jordan should be allowed to run around and have a job and do mm. what she wants. Mm. Yeah. 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 And Daisy's like, it's just her one dead aunt. Who's going to stop her? That's the thing as well. Jordan has a job. Like, she is mm-hmm. obviously a professional sportswoman, which is sort of, mm. you know, yeah. quite, quite sort of genteel. But she has a job. Yeah. She, yeah. 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 Like, she has a job and she does things. Um, yeah. She's not married. She doesn't have any children. Or, 
yeah. you know, mm-hmm. obviously because having children out of wedlock, good lord, <laughs> good um, especially in the 1920s. And she isn't romantically attached to anyone, which is mm-hmm. which is great as a character in the 1920s. Fantastic. I, I genuinely think that like one of the reasons Jordan as a character is so appealing to an audience, especially of like most people who read it as a teenager in the context of all the other characters is she's so fiercely independent in a way Mm. that the others really disapprove of sometimes like especially tom was like Mm -hmm. it's wrong of her to be running around like this um and i I think that's something that's very appealing to to young people especially and also to me now she's rebellious in a way on other things i did what Meg does best, and I did some maths. Um, Ooh, I did shocker. some inflation maths. Oh no! Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Not Meg, yes. <laughs> not some uh, deviant art inflation. I do promise. Um, no. Some mathematical no. inflation. Well, we were all thinking it. No, we weren't. No, we weren't. Oh, just you, bestie. I'm with you, Megan. I thought it. It's, there we go, Annie. See, Annie and I share one brain cell. Um, so disgusting brain cell. <laughs> I based this on the fact that I, I understand now that it's set in 1922. Um, I did this based on the publication year, um, so mm. 1925. Nick mentions that the the houses in West Egg can go for fifteen. <laughs> thousand dollars a season assuming a season's a year mm-hmm. um which converted into the dollar amount the u.s dollars for the year 2022 is around 227 and a half thousand dollars a year goodness me oh a season by the way in uh like american posh society would be um you'd have a summer a summer house yeah so yeah, so that would be six months. Six basically. months. Wow. Yeah. So about five hundred grand a year, if you were to yep. live in that full time. Wow. That's um, to rent it as well. That's that to rent it. To... That is not to own it. Um, to talk mm-hmm. about Nick's house, which is eighty dollars per month. It comes out to around one point two thousand dollars a month. But um, he's so poor, which and different, converts he's so different and to poor. about eight hundred, <laughs> which is actually very expensive however i live in london so that's pretty standard i mean to be honest 800 pounds a month for a house like an entire house house. it is small compared to the mansions next door he never says it's tiny (laughs) that is true yeah so it's probably very nice yeah he's just trying Mm. to separate himself he's like i'm not like these yeah (laughs) I mean, he's like, like he's an eyesore, overlooked and tiny. Not like other not like houses. Other not like this. Not like this brokers. fake mansion next to me. That. I wonder who lives there. No one I, I wonder who that. lives there in that facade that seems like it's trying too hard. Who could that be? Ooh. Who could that be? Definitely not a man that's trying too hard. <laughs> <laughs> def- it's definitely a man who's trying enough. I do that sometimes. What did I say? <laughs> you were just saying, well, he's not like other brokers, but that's interesting because he, he has so much like not like other girls energy and then decides to take the job that everybody is doing. Why? He mm-hmm. He's like yeah. everyone you knew at university. 
Yeah. Nick's whole thing is like, I'm different from these people. I'm moral and I'm I'm very passive. Like, I'm not part of this story. Anyway, here's all the things I did. (laughs) I'm different. I'm going to go work in the city. Nick is really that one friend who's like, oh, no, I hate drama. I hate it. But (laughs) has everything. Yeah. Who's literally like, that's me. Also, yeah, no, I think think Nick is quite relatable in that aspect of most. (laughs) We all like a bit bit of spice, you know? Yeah. Nick is never involved. It's so funny. He's like, I'm not like a part of any of this. Like, I'm just an observer and everything. And then one man is like, oh, I need directions. And he's like, I'm a guide, a pathfinder, an original settler. Everything I do is in relation to other people. Literally. It's bad. Yeah, let's not overthink that one too much. No, No, Nick sucks. (laughs) I, I do like to think, though, that like, Nick's had it probably ingrained from a from a young age to be like, oh, just don't be judgmental. You know, some people don't have the advantage that you have, and his advantage is to not be raised to be. I can't think of a word that isn't a swear word. Uh, <laughs> but like <laughs> unkind, unkind. But so I I genuinely think that every interaction he has, he's just like quietly dying internally because he doesn't want to be there <laughs> but like he's such a people pleaser at this point yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah people pleaser even the way he talks about gatsby we're like gatsby's just having a nice note looking at the stars and he's like he's probably finding which ones he owns that nasty man <laughs> that little he's really capitalist it, isn't he? he says as he works in bonds um <laughs> yeah dare he yeah. work in finance in the big city Mm. <laughs> how dare he work in finance in the big city bad how dare you work in finance in the big city i would never <laughs> could, Your faith I could never sin. i could never <laughs> i could never I, I do love though that he's like he got bored because he found the war really exciting and so because he weird. was because he was weird bored, he decided to become an accountant. <laughs> yeah. The most yeah, exciting of all wild. jobs. I... The only cool accountant job is forensic accountant, which mm. is like detective for numbers. Or a spicy oh, yeah, accountant. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, Maybe true. that's Give what that everyone's yeah, doing in the bonds business. Maybe that is. Sex maybe it's, it's less of the bonds oh, and the more of the bondage business. business. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Also, also, if you wanted like, if you wanted like stress and pressure, become a day trader. <laughs> Do you want stress and right pressure? There, actually, just be an accountant. It's pretty damn stressful. I can't believe that yeah, Nick true. caused the Wall Street crash. It was all him. It was all him. It's like he literally would. all his fault. I think he'd do it because. I think he might do it on purpose because it's not exciting enough <laughs> no, for him. Causing problems on purpose. But he couldn't possibly do it. He doesn't do anything. He's just passive and things just happen to him and he's just there. Oops, I'm here in this situation. But I don't want to be. And you're like, okay, Nick, He found you're himself you in that situation. situation. He's a pathfinder yeah. and original settler. He knows what's going <laughs> and what he's doing. <laughs> Record scratch. So you might be wondering how I found myself in this situation. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's Nick's entire personality. You, you did it. You reduced Nick Carraway down to his bare essentials. 
I love his one sentence turnaround that's like, I decided to call out to Gatsby because of Jordan. Uh, but then I didn't. So anyway. <laughs> he looked busy. Gatsby did this thing, which definitely suggested that he was doing this thing. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not at all just like assigning meaning to it in hindsight. He just is looking at the water. Mm. But he's like, oh, I could definitely see that he was trembling from meters and meters away. <laughs> <laughs> one of my notes that I wrote down one of the notes I wrote down because all of my notes were just um, they're, they're completely scattered and random and one thing just says Gatsby's intro is so mysterious three question marks love this silly pining man it's so romantic with the moonlight and the cats and the ocean and the silver pepper of the stars I do like the descriptions Delicious. they're good mm. it's very pretty to fair yeah, F. Scott Fitzgerald knows how to write a description. I, I will say about Gatsby is that like he thinks he's unobserved, so even though he's being so overdramatic, he's genuine about it. He genuinely does act like yeah. that. Is <laughs> yeah. Gatsby a theatre kid? Discuss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. That's his whole thing. He is rehearsing. End of discussion. <laughs> he does do that, though. No, he genuinely does, yeah. No spoilers. No, no Gatsby spoilers. being very dramatic. <laughs> I mm, he descends from the ceiling surrounded by mist. <laughs> Surely everyone's seen that gif of him holding a glass out. No. Please. Yes. No. We're not spoiling I, anything. I genuinely I've not seen the film, don't know anything. I genuinely know nothing. We'll watch it after we finish the book. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, actually when really we finish the book. I'm a huge Baz oh, Luhrmann fan. Well, so right, love Baz Luhrmann. Yes. Is that who did it? Wow. Yes. 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 Very tasty. It and it's gorgeous. It's the film bad. is so nice. Mm. There's also uh, an immersive production of The Great Gatsby in London right now. <gasps> what? If anyone wants um to this. Yes. London's place. Yes. Um, when is it? Because the tickets are actually pretty decent. I believe they're between like 15 and 20 pounds. Um, nice. for, Ooh, a, for a little for a play, it seems pretty fun. That's pretty and good. All mm-hmm. get dressed up. Should we talk about the eugenics? <laughs> Let's not talk about eugenics. <laughs> Let's not do that. That one of the no. characters is deeply into eugenics. Like, yeah, he it, is. Yeah, it, it was. It's it was very white supremacisty. Yeah, I, I do have a you question about that though, because Go when on. when he's talking about the Nordic race, yes. why oh is he God. so hesitant to include Daisy in that? I think because he thinks she's stupid. I think that's the the only reason I could think of. Because I also yeah. wanted the same thing, hmm. and he 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 because the part of the point of um, eugenicism, right, is that you attribute traits that you see as positive to the race that you see as the right one which is normally is the one that you belong to incidentally enough funny that um Hmm. and i think he sees intellectual superiority because he thinks he's smart because he read one book as the main defining trait and he's hesitant to assign that to his wife because he doesn't like her very much Mm. yeah pretty much i i did love near the end when you know they they go inside and tom's like oh did you guys have a a heart to heart and daisy says 
actually, it's, it's very, I'm pretty sure we started just talking about the Nordic race. It just kept <laughs> yeah. up on us. <laughs> it's great. She's just like taking the mick out of her. She does drag it's him. hilarious. It's oh, yeah. She, she goes for him. She's just like, oh, yeah, we were talking about that one book you've read that you think I'm too stupid to understand, Tom. He's yeah. like, uh, I love when she's oh. like, oh, Tom's very profound these days. He, rings, he reads big books with long words in, and I couldn't possibly understand them because I'm a stupid woman. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Which Tom probably believes that. Yeah, Tom's like, correct. <laughs> the minute Tom leaves yeah, the room, Tom Jordan's like, there's like Hello. sarcasm. We need to, I need to tell you, I need to tell you horrible <laughs> secrets <laughs> about Tom. Listen closely, Nick. <laughs> To be fair, <laughs> I would immediately listen closely. Yeah. If someone said that they to me. They are gays at a party, <laughs> correct? Everyone leaves like, and the gays yes. are like, let's gossip. <laughs> Here we go. Yes. Like, gossip time with Jordan and Nick. We'd I love that he, he tries to eventually, there's like a two minute pause. He's like, I'm going to engage this person in conversation that I've sat in next to awkwardly for two minutes. And then, because she's trying to listen, she's like, shush. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Nick. <laughs> Shut up, Nick. I want to hear what happens. I want the gossip. <laughs> like, no, no, no. We need to eavesdrop, Nick. And Nick's like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yeah, carry on. Actually. Yes, good, good, good. <laughs> yes, yes. We are eavesdropping now. This is we're all in this together now. We're all creating more arguments for Nick is autistic, and it's just I'm building a case. <laughs> Yeah, the discourse no, I... begins now. <laughs> the discourse begins now. You know what, Ailish? I'm going to side with you. You are correct. Right. Like, everything it. he does, he's like, I'm annoyed you didn't follow my little script. And I can say that as someone my who little... gets annoyed that when people don't follow my little script. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's also horrendous at social cues. Like, he's awful. Funny. Um, no spoilers or anything, but there is a few moments in the book where you're like, Oh, <laughs> like Nick, you. Even I know you're meant to do that thing, and you didn't. <laughs> like, people who have read the book know exactly what points I'm talking mm-hmm. about, and I am cringing. I mean, given, given that like he boys. was, he was given one piece of advice on how to interact with people, and he was like, "This is law." <laughs> yeah, I will take yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, I will run with it forever. <laughs> that's the mood, actually. <laughs> That's it. Case closed. English, don't need to gather any more evidence. Right. <laughs> We're done here. It's one of us. God damn it. Is that a good or a bad thing? <laughs> He's been claimed. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. We'll take it. <laughs> this is the representation. You're going to look this up and find the most cursed discourse online. Uh-oh. I'm not. No, I... It, no, internet doesn't exist suddenly. Don't look it up on Tumblr. That's what I was saying. <laughs> no. There's going to be a no. post from 2014 that has your name on it. Um, not oh, actually. That was very sinister. I think... I'll find it. Let's just post from 2014. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> Gatsby discourse was like 2012. I don't like that. When the film that. came out, right? Mm. Which was yeah. around then, I think. I think no, because so. yeah, no, Moulin Rouge was 2012, wasn't it? Or was Moulin Rouge oh, 2010? Moulin Rouge anyway. came out in 2001. Oh my, what? You what? Yeah. You're yeah, lying yeah, to me yeah. right now. No. Moulin Rouge came out in 2001. What? The time of the Gats- Space Odyssey? Gatsby came out in 2012 or 2013. <laughs> I think it was 2013 I was right. because it, I remember it wasn't the same year as the Olympics. Uh, Don't ask me why I remember that specifically. Nice. <laughs> that is so, so amazing. Romeo plus Juliet. It's 2006. Oh, love Romeo plus I believe Juliet. Romeo plus Juliet was in the 90s. What? 
Was it? You are ruining my life. Oh no, because yes, of course, because Leo is young. Yeah, Romeo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Romeo plus. I would like to think it's nineteen ninety four. Is it? Is 1996. it just, just after Titanic? It's like it was just Titanic before time, Titanic because Titanic came oh. in nineteen ninety seven. So, oh wow! Yeah. Wow. I think because Baz Luhrmann's style is so vibrant, I always put him later on, you know, in my mind. Mm. But then think oh. about him and the na- like the 90s as a concept, and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I haven't watched Romeo plus Juliet until it's a so good. ago. I, yeah, no, because I, no, I've watched it now, because I said I was watching it. And then I like I said on the you know the little group chat that we have, and Graham immediately went, "Give me notes, tell me how it is. I want running commentary now." And I was like, "Okay." Did you I love Mercutio? I was just yes. about to say Mercutio. Yes. No, as, as soon as we met him, I was like, "I'm in love with Mercutio," and you were like, He's "The best." Yes, any good, mer- you should any be. Mercutio. And I was like, "I want to marry him." I also I like want to marry him now. Insane mm. facial expressions he makes at all times. I... He's That's like all of the costumes. That is the voice of Bruno from Encanto. I know, it's great. It's great. Yes. Jet lag was only. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so Tybalt Wild. in Romeo Amazing. plus Juliet is played by John Leguizamo, <laughs> who voices Bruno in Encanto. Huh. He's, wow. He's excellent. Yeah. I have to say, he's really good. Very good. Really very fun. Mm. And was also, I believe, well. in the Super yeah. Mario Bros. movie, which... <laughs> Hell which yeah. uh, canonized Classic. the fact that Mario is called Mario Mario and Luigi is Luigi Mario. <laughs> wow. I wish he was called Luigi Luigi. It would make me feel better. For <laughs> I, no, I love how it's Luigi Mario. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. his middle name he doesn't is get Luigi. Anything. Luigi Luigi Mario. Yeah. <laughs> One name, oh like Cher. I... I'm not, I'm not going to lie, I watched the Brian David Gilbert not Luigi video again earlier. Just while I was working. It's so good. It's I I watched all of Unraveled earlier. I love Brian David <laughs> during Gilbert. my work day. This is fine. Yeah, my favorite thing in Romeo plus Juliet is the really how unsubtle it is. Like there's a oh, bit yeah. where he it close is like he there there's sort of a one of the gang fight bits and the boss like goes to grab his weapon and it's like a shotgun or whatever, but it zooms in on it and it just says sword on the side. <laughs> He's like, I'll grab my sword. And it says, sword. <laughs> yeah. Just, just the way that they, like, work around some of the language and stuff is hilarious. So also, it's the, so funny. the gas station scene. Gas station. <gasps> uh, yes! For um, Do You Bite so Your Thumb at Me is, I think, oh, the best yeah. rendering of that scene in the play I've ever seen, actually, because it's so good. <laughs> Peak cinema. You're right. Anyway, I've... I've driven us off topic wildly, but oh um, yeah, hugely, hugely. It's sort of related. It's about semi-relevant. It's, yeah, it's fine. Leo's this is fine. There. It's related. Exactly. It's the same yeah, guy. Le- yeah, he's just a little guy. <laughs> you know, but Leo's here. The guy Look from the book. <laughs> yeah, it's Nick. <laughs> if Nick was in Romeo and Juliet, what would he be doing? Um, he'd be a waiter <laughs> narrating. <Yeah. exactly>. Narrating. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, two He's houses, both alike in dignity. They both <laughs> suck, by the way. They're both terrible. Which I won't pass comment on. Two houses that I don't judge. And I hate oh my God. Two I've, houses that I've I wasn't had... particularly close to, but I'm going for dinner with. Uh, yeah. Two old houses who I scarcely knew at all. <laughs> I've had an idea. Nick and Jordan narrating Romeo and Juliet. Yes, yes. excellent. Like, Nick's like, I'm, I'm yeah, having... Nick's like, 
I'm having a brain oh, moment. Sorry. sorry. I'm having a brain oh. moment. Okay. Uh-oh, that's rare. It is. Thank you. It is the Great Gatsby kind of Romeo and Juliet. Because you've got the two no. rival... No. no, hear me out. You've got sorry. the two rival houses with <laughs> the West Egg and East Egg. But they're not from different eggs. Yeah, they are. Eggs. They are from different eggs. <laughs> they're they're literally opposite each other across the bay. What came what first? The, the, the old money the west egg or and the, egg. the trashy, evil, unfashionable Oh egg. my god, you're kind of right. Yeah, and, and then <laughs> if if Daisy is our Juliet, that yeah. makes Tom Paris. <laughs> if it's mm. old versus new, though, is it yeah. not more... West Side Story version of Romeo and Juliet. That's the same. It's still I thought you were about to say, still tangentially related. I thought you were about know, to say, isn't it more West Side Story? West and I was like, well, is. West Side Story yeah. is Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> well, I've got some news for you yeah. about West Side Story. <laughs> Hansel <laughs> Elgort is Nick Carroll. Did you know? Uh, <laughs> we're going to oh. boil ourselves down into the argument that I don't actually remember from uni, where it's like every story is one of these seven plots. Yeah, I hate true. that yeah. so much. Except, yeah, they I said it. West Side Story. Actually, to be clear, West Side Story is Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's it, it, you know. No, it isn't. Okay, good. No. Just to be clear, yeah. it's the same. <laughs> it is. You're, you're right. I think we should pretend that we don't know that just to wind you up. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. <laughs> no. Whoa! Is right, the Lion King Macbeth? Whoa! Whoa. No, it's, it's <laughs> not. Though. I'd love it. If it was Macbeth. <laughs> I would love if it was Macbeth. I love the three matches of the Lion King. Actually, uh, the Lion King is as you like it. It's Hamlet. And and, uh, West Side Story, as everyone knows, is the Cymbeline. It's Midsummer Moment Extreme. It's Cymbeline. It's just very big. Um, I'm pretty (laughs) sure that Titanic is the Tempest. Wow! <laughs> you know no. what? Uh, I have, you know no. what? You know what? <laughs> you know what? That happened in real life, Annie. Maybe not the Jack and Rose stuff, but I'm, I'm... the rest of it. <laughs> this is very much like they did kill Jesus energy. I, got going there, I need. <laughs> I need to clarify. I have not seen Titanic or The Tempest. I don't know the plot of <laughs> Excellent. Oh, no. Where were you in 1912? <laughs> I uh, can't believe that Annie what? did the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. I was iceberg. Whoa. Plausible deniability. She didn't see it, so. <laughs> I was in Wisconsin in 12. <laughs> the thing about the Titanic is they just didn't keep going. <laughs> they should have just, <laughs> just gaslighted themselves. You know? like, the boat isn't sinking. This is actually a theory, though, is that it was designed for head-on collisions because it had the watersite compartments running down the length of the ship, but because they turned sideways, it tore a hole down the side, which opened up a lot of the compartments to the sea, which meant it sank quicker. It probably still would have sunk, though, like a big old hole in the ship. But that's why they thought it was unsinkable. It's theorised that it might have at least lasted longer, yes. So they should have just kept going. Wow. Yeah, slowed down a bit and kept going. <laughs> wow, this, this is a real tragedy that happened. Yeah, it, it, oh, it, it, it really happened. This is a real tragedy. <laughs> this is real. I'm sorry for bringing it up. <laughs> Come on now, people died. Yeah, which is why there's Quite a lot. Kinds of theories about it. 1.5 thousand people that... died, I believe. Yeah. A lot there's of people lot died people. on the Titanic that happened. Which was a real thing that happened, Annie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't believe Annie is a Titanic truth that doesn't think it's real. <laughs> no, wouldn't that, you, wouldn't that make made it up to sell films? Look, why would the yes, Titanic true. have crashed into an iceberg if the Earth is flat? That's what I'm saying. 
True. Why didn't they just keep going? Off the edge. Just keep going to the edge of the world. Push the iceberg off the end. If the earth is flat, the Eggs around. <laughs> <laughs> oh my West god. West egg is a lie. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a mirror image of West egg. egg crack up. Oh! West Egg was made up by the government to sell Coca Cola. Do you know that that was the original title of The Great Gatsby? But West Egg? It was Trouble at West, West egg. egg, was the original title. This is such a bad mm. title. Oh my god, god that's so bad. Like trouble at West Agatha Egg. Novel, I was about to say, Trouble film. at West Egg sounds like an trouble episode title <laughs> from Murder She Wrote. And I'm expecting yeah, Angela sounds... Lansbury to go, Ooh, there's Trouble at West Egg commercial break. Oh no. Up <laughs> next, like The Golden Girl. for Agatha Christie short story. Yeah. One of the forgotten ones. I yeah, I was gonna say like I starring Gavido. I'm not super keen on Agatha Christie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry. Is it the racism that did it for you? Yeah. Is it, is, um, is it I haven't really read much of her work. I just I actually don't I love really the like her style. I oh, love just, all kinds there of. There was a delay novels. there. I thought you were gonna say I love the racism in Agatha Christie. No, not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's really great. No, that's bad. real bad. <laughs> Hot take. Uh. <laughs> Every now and then you read a book from the past and it's fine up until you get to one point, then you go, Ugh. Do you mean Dorian Gray? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's <laughs> going to happen with this, this book. <laughs> mm. No, it's it's different in The Great Gatsby because we're meant to dislike Tom. Yeah. To be fair, it's, yeah, the book okay, is not yeah. pro eugenics, but it says he's a very pathetic man yeah. with silly mm. ideas. And I, I like yeah. when he's... Sure, we'll be getting anti Semitic in three chapters, though. So. Yeah, yeah. I do like when Tom's reading, talking about that book, and he says, It's all scientific stuff. It's been proved. It's, by who? What's, what's also, scientific? This doesn't which say I mean, proven. Their scientific racism was a very prevalent thing up yeah. through the late 19th century through to. Well, through the Nazis, basically. Um, I'm actually teaching on this tomorrow, which is very weirdly coincidental. Ooh, so, fun. Funky. So I won't go too into it. Spoilers. Mm. Attend my seminar yeah. if you wish to know more. Sneakers uh, uh, I'm going to enroll in university again <laughs> to come go. to this seminar. <laughs> yeah, give give me the link, bestie. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I watched a long, fairly long video on uh, Wolfenstein. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, it's the Jacob Geller one. Mm. I love Jacob Geller very much, and that kind of went into like the science of eugenics and how it was mm. very much a, a big thing at the time. Obviously, Wolfenstein is set in the universe where uh, the Nazis won, so it's alt history yeah. game. But um, you know, obviously, in that video, uh, Jacob Geller is Jewish, and there's a lot of videos on Jewish things, and also has a really good video on modern art, which you should watch. Mm. Everybody. It's it's an hour and a half. You can do it. Um, if I could, if I can watch the new H Bomago video, you can watch <laughs> what that was a good about video, it. to be fair. That was a good video. Um but yeah the um I highly recommend the Wolfenstein video. It's not super related to Gatsby obviously because it's set 20, 30 years later and it's all mm. history. But it's very good. Mm. Watch it. It's about the relationship between Judaism and whiteness. Mm. Interesting mm. stuff. That's pretty good. So, before we conclude for this evening, or whatever time of day it might be for the people listening, uh, mm-hmm. if it's not the evening, then you've ruined the mood, guys. Uh, turn it off, come back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen on only right? in Right, off light. you go. Restart. Uh, exactly. Go back to the Dark Ages. Um, would anyone like to does anyone have any concluding thoughts on the chapter before we round off for today? 
We've kind of covered most of it. My concluding thought is that I am going to be starting the Nick Carraway Defence Club. Ah. Um, I support we can do joint him. events with the Jordan Fan Club. Yeah, but they can go on dates. Yeah. <laughs> and the Tom Buchanan Slander Club. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's the it's same It's all the same thing. club, actually. Yeah. It's actually yeah. just this podcast. <laughs> yeah, basically. We love Jordan. We hate Tom. We have well, different opinions like on the characters. For the Jordan Baker Fan Club, the Tom Buchanan Slander Club, the Nick Carraway Possibly Ambivalent Could Go Either Way Club, then <laughs> just like we'll it. see you. <laughs> Yeah, he could go either way. Bisexual Nick uh... Wright. Yes. West egg or East egg, you know, pick one. Um... I'm actually pretty neutral to eggs. I'll be in the bay. I don't Um... like eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not get down that rabbit hole. Pro vegan Uh... (laughs) podcast, let's go. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, We'll see you next week for chapter two, and then the week after... At least it should be the week after. If we don't record it weekly, then that's your problem. We'll see whenever we do it. Um, for Book Club <laughs> of Chapter 2 as well. Um, Woo! Nice. Thank you, everyone. And mm-hmm. goodbye. Bye! Bye! Gotcha.